All right, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Mike Mitchell. Yay! <laughs> for Mike, no, no, it's Run Bike Mike. You got it. That's it. <laughs> How did you come up with that name? Was it a difficult you know, one? Well, you know, what's really funny is I, I have always been, I, I haven't always been into running or biking. And back in 2006 is when I started running. And it was whenever my first daughter was born. And as a new parent, I needed some stress relief. So my, uh, my wife's uncle kind of said, Hey, why don't you do a 5k? And I thought 5k, that's a million miles. There's that's no way, way too, I could do it way too much for me. So <laughs> it took about a year after about a year after the 5k for me to really realize, okay, running was good for me. So let's, mm -hmm. let's try biking. <laughs> I don't know why I switched. It's just the bikes looked cool to me. So I yeah. switched to biking and I've been doing running and biking ever since. And I was over at my parents one day and talking to my brother and his wife. And I was like, you know, I think I just came up with my channel name because I just started it three uh -huh. years ago. And, uh, so I was just like, run bike, Mike, it works. It's easy to say. And there you go. Run bike, Mike. Nope. No, no, no spaces. No spaces. Run All bike together. Mike. Yes. But you got a lot more bike now than running. A lot more bike than running it. And, and you know, now that I've done this channel for three years, I've also done a lot of building stuff. So yeah. I don't just do biking and things like that. I've, I've made things, I use tools. So it almost should be run run bike build mike but that's just kind of do other things mike. <laughs> just everything mike yeah that's why i that's why i say the mic is the the other portion of whatever's on my channel <laughs> <laughs> you're the guy who does it all like i i like to piddle that's what i now like you started this page it, it seems like the first five videos were techie kind of almost yeah and then all of a sudden you you're walking us through some land uh-huh oh the land yeah, yeah how much yeah. land uh it's about 10 and a half acres Bless your heart. it's it, it was kind of one of those things that my wife and i we just kind of fell into we weren't really looking for to purchase anything and then they started building on 60 acres behind us a whole neighborhood and we were like Whenever we came home one day and the street lights were on that they had just built and put into the street, we were uh -huh. like, it's, it's like, it's a runway. And so we were like, no, we, we, we should probably move. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it just so happened that up the road from us less than a mile there, there was this land for sale. Nice. And so it, it just all worked out. It was a real blessing. We had so many neighbors and friends that kind of guided us in the direction of how to build a house on land. And mm -hmm. once we really saw the lay of the land, because whenever we bought the land, you couldn't tell that there was even uh, really much woods in on the land. It wow. was mainly like a, a soybean cornfield, but a farmer a long, long time ago decided that he didn't want to get too close to the fence line. So he just kept letting it grow up and sure enough, trees popped up mainly walnut trees oh. and uh yeah we we got back there on like a, a side by side four wheeler type thing uh -huh. and we're like this is amazing there's there's like it's not huge but there's there's enough to make it kind of kind of special so yeah. and 
I've just been loving it ever since I was able to walk through the woods and like kind of have a vision of like, I could make this a little playground for a mountain like, bike. this is all mine. I can do whatever <laughs> I want. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like one of those things like, whoa, I, I'm an adult. I guess I can buy this stuff now. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, great. Right. So yeah, it's it we're super fortunate to have this particular piece of land and and I definitely feel blessed for sure. Great, great, good for you, man. Congratulations you. on the land. And this happened three years ago. Uh yeah, we got the land about probably about three, maybe two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. And then I started doing videos on the land about two years ago. Yeah. And uh, before that, I was trying to do the whole vlog thing yeah. and I don't have those live anymore. They're, they're unlisted on my channel. <laughs> You're like, I tried, I, work out. I tried it and you got to have like a certain skill set and personality to be able to do it. And I was just not, not hitting that mark. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, your talent is definitely built. Let me back up here because we jumped ahead. Okay. Yeah. Um, who are you? Um, I don't want to get too personal if you don't want. Uh, what do you do? Where do you live? Uh, yeah. Family? Yeah, we are. I am located in the southwest Missouri area uh, near Springfield, uh, mm -hmm. if you're familiar with Springfield area. And um, I, I have a wife that actually today we started dating 25 years ago. Congratulations. So, wow. And uh, yeah, yeah. High school sweethearts. You don't look <laughs> old enough to be in a relationship for 25 years. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. There's days I feel very old, but um, I have uh, two daughters, a 15 year old and a 13 year old. And it's uh, actually a 12 year old. Jeez. I, 12. Mm. Golly. It's don't hard. It it's it's so hard. It's, <laughs> it just goes it, by. We They went back to school this week and it has just been chaos. So my mind is all over the place. But uh, yeah. yeah, so 12 and, and, uh, and 15. And um, I am a software developer by trade. So I, I write software for a local utility company. And okay. it's a good job. It's a good job. So software developer had trouble with Zoom. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, that's, that's the funny thing is I, these, I'm going to let you slide. Yeah, I can write them. I just don't know how to use them. <laughs> you can write Zoom, just can't, can't start it up. That's right. So I wanted to talk to you because you said you're from Missouri and I, and I have since the other, the day that I emailed you was the day I fell in love with your page. Oh, okay. I was, I couldn't get off of it. And and when you go into YouTube, mountain biking, you get your A-lines, your British uh -huh. Columbias, you get your, your uh, Utah, Arizona, whatever, Missouri. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm watching your video. These are some serious trails I think need to be showcased. Tell yeah. me about like bring, uh, Keystone and Two Rivers Park yeah. and, yep, and yep. Branson. Tell me mm -hmm. about the riding there. Yeah, well, Keystone is Colorado. That was a vacation trip, but the the ones that you see on my on my channel mainly are my local trails. Some of them are Arkansas trails, but like Branson and Two Rivers. Two Rivers is kind of like the it's the bike park that made this area more of a mountain bike area. Before Two Rivers came along, we had one trail system called Sac River. And it's, it's a great, it's one of my favorite trail systems because it's kind of like one of those, it's, you kind of hold it close to your heart because it was the 
place that most everybody that I know that bikes, that's where they learned a mountain bike. And uh-huh. so it's kind of like, oh, you go back there and you kind of remember like, oh, it's Rudy, it's Rocky. It's yeah, kind of you know, every little terrain. nook and cranny. Yep. And then you yep. get that feeling that you've, I remember when I used to fall here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, now yeah. I'm, I'm clean. I'm cleaning it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you definitely look back and you're like, that was challenging at one point. And then now you know how to do it. It's just, you know, that <laughs> years of repetition. But whenever they built two rivers, they brought in a company uh, named Progressive Trail Design who built some major stuff down in Arkansas years past. And they still do a ton of building down there. And uh, they built a, a park called Slaughter Pen down in Bentonville, Arkansas, which kind of put Bentonville on the map uh-huh. for trail systems. And so they hired them to make two rivers. And it's it's kind of um, along the same lines as a slaughter pen type where there's a skills area where you have like yeah. teeter totters and skinnies. Yeah. And, and then you I, have. I, uh, I, I watched all your, your, your two rivers. Yeah. I'm ready to pack this all up. <laughs> because i love that you have a pump track uh-huh you have skills and then you've got some great a lot of rocks i have to tell yeah. you yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah. i would have bad knees some of those would be fake <laughs> you- yeah you definitely uh i actually talked to a guy from kentucky this weekend and he was riding down in branson and He's like, I can't believe how rocky it is here. It's just so rocky. And I, you know, I'm used to it because this is just where I've always biked. Mm -hmm. And he was telling me that, you know, his trails are super smooth and pristine. And once you get used to the rocks here, they're, they're not bad. They're not bad, but yeah, you kind of like, Oh, here's a little rocky section or this, this section is this, the climb is a little bit more challenging because it's rocky. Uh So it's, it definitely adds to it, but Two Rivers has such a big mix. It's got like a flow trail, um, some slope style, some XC style, just pretty much any type of riding you could want they have at that park. I wanted to talk about Bluff Line. Oh, yeah, that's... <sighs> yeah, it's... That it's, one, that's, that's not for Johnny. No, it's it's a sketchy trail. It's not for... Pretty much everybody I ride with does not like to go on it. Because you're riding right <laughs> over there, mister. Yeah. Looks like an ambulance ride back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, is it really, is it a GoPro effect or is there really, is it, is it, is it bad? It's not straight down, but it is steep enough that I had a, um, my, my old boss from a job I had in college, he mountain bikes and I kind of kept in touch. Mm-hmm. He actually fell off that in one of the worst places and he's got gopro video of it and you just see it spinning 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 ah. he didn't hit he didn't hit any trees which is a miracle Ooh. because there's trees everywhere out there yeah. but uh it is it is the most technical trail out there for sure it's not for the faint of heart if you have any heights rock wall here mm-hmm. death that way because <laughs> yeah. there was a cult there was one where you're like and I'm like, oh, his elbow, his elbow. <laughs> yeah, it's sketchy. It's 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 only one that I really go on if I have somebody visiting and they say, I want to ride the bluff line. Or if I'm like, I need to make a video about this trail. And other than that, we just don't hit that trail up that much because mm-hmm. 
it does erode a little bit, but they go in every year and fix it for the trail race that they do out there. So mm -hmm. every year it gets a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of babying, which is nice. It needs it. So what I, what I like, and this is what I like about mountain bikers is when I was watching the one where and you stopped a couple of times, mm -hmm. then you went back and you're like, I'm going to clean this. Yeah. And you cleaned it as yeah. a mountain biker. There can't be a better feeling. Oh, it's so fun. You know, that day, I remember that day specifically. It was me and my buddy, Chad, who's in a lot of my videos. He's mm -hmm. kind of like uh, one of my best friends and just kind of go-to mountain biking buddy. And we just, you know, there's days that we'll go out to the trail. And that was one specifically. And we're like, let's just go to all the crazy stuff on the bluff line and try to ride it and find the best lines for it. Try to and clean it. It's just so fun. Sometimes you don't have to go out and crush like a million miles just going and playing in a little area and just trying to tackle yeah. something that you've never been able to complete or you've had a challenge with so much fun i love yeah. it and like this you did that was that him you did this the skills the skinnies yeah the 16 mm -hmm. or 18 skinnies however we said there's probably oh, seven. Yeah. i said 16 18 there's probably 17 you know what's funny about that video is i thought i got them all and then a, about a month later i was riding out there and he was with me and i go Oh, we forgot one. <laughs> well, you clean, I can't do a skinny to save my life. I'm top heavy. Well, there, you know, I fell off of them so many times whenever I was learning and I was so determined that, you know, some people like they get determined to learn how to wheelie or learn how to manual. I can never do that. I just yeah. can't. I don't have that skill set, but I had the skill set to ride along a curb that was about 60 feet long and just do it over and over until I could finally get it. And then the next time I went out to a, a park that had skinnies, I was able to ride them. I wasn't falling off of them, but you know, I, I get a little sketched out depending on the height. If it gets a little, it gets above about two feet. I'm like, eh, that's a little, yeah, a little there's, scary. There, I live here in Miami and we have a, we have a trail not too far from my house that is, Irma had wiped out all the trees on this little island where this is, and it's all wooden. It's almost yeah. all wooden bridges, skinnies, oh, wow. and there are some that are a good distance up. And and just while you're riding them, you're like, okay, while you ride, you go, where am I going? Am I going that way, or I'm going into the cut tree that has a spike sticking out of it? Yeah, like I always look fall? where I'm going to fall because I know it's going to happen at some point. Yeah. What's Do you have an fall? escape route on these things? Do I have an escape route? Like if they're taller than your two feet? Uh, just pray that I can get unclipped and jump. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you watched guy. it. I don't know if you watched the uh, the teeter-totter skinny that I built in my backyard. Yeah, well, I watched and, all your backyard builds. We're getting to that, mister. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was where I was like, I can actually unclip pretty quick. I, I learned how fast I could unclip because... Yeah, well, you, you need to unclip. Yeah. You do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've thought about changing my pedals to like Shimano clipless pedals, but I've been riding Crank Brothers for so long that I just... I know how to unclip in a panic situation. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm sticking with them. Twist them feet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fast. <laughs> they go quick. My Shimano's are so loose. I mean, I, they, they stick, but as soon as I move my foot a little bit, they're out. Yeah. That's, Johnny's that's old. what you need. Well, that's what you need to be able to pop out of a mountain. And I find it interesting that you're a, a, a clip in guy. 
Yeah. yeah Everyone's yeah. flats these days. And I guess because they're hucking it and sending it and they want it, they need to bail their bike. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't usually get much air. I mean, <laughs> I, I am trying to learn to jump. <laughs> it's, and it, it is, uh, it is a skill set for sure because yeah. I have, uh, what they call dead sailored in the air one too many times. And so I'm a little hesitant. <laughs> exactly. It's funny. You're like, I got air. I'm going over yeah. here. I'm not going to land softly. Yeah. So it, that's one skill that I, I wish I had. And maybe I could get it if I un, unclipped and went flats, yeah. but I, I love my shins and I don't want to see my <laughs> shins all bloodied up. So I feel safer in a clipped pedal. I do too. I, I, I can't even with the flats i feel like my feet would come off too much i feel like i get better better pedal efficiency mm -hmm. i'm on my bike yep you know yes yeah. so whenever i i first started clipping in i was like i don't know if i could do this i don't i would do it on my road bike just fine but when i was mountain biking it took me probably a couple months and then once i went i went back to flats and I was like, oh no, I'm going back one ride. I was like, I'm going back to clip in. So it's, there's no way. Let's, 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 let's jump into your bike now that we've talked to your, about your pedals. Okay. You've got an older bike. Yes, I do. All my bikes are old. I only have two. T talk to uh, me about your mountain bike. I know you have a road bike. Yep. Yep. My mountain bike is a 2013 Kona Satori and uh, it's a great bike. I have no complaints. I mean, that thing, it's been a beast. I, I owned a few bikes prior to that and they were good bikes, but this was my first like expensive bike, I guess Real you could protein. say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was right around 3000, which is expensive, yeah. but I've owned it for almost a decade now. So I feel like I feel like I've really ridden this bike to like get every penny out of it and it's still in great shape. So it's super hard for me to like want to upgrade. I do want to upgrade really bad, but yeah. it's like, do I really need to, should I wait till this thing is destroyed? I, and I get it. That's why I bring it up because I just got rid of a 10 year old uh, rock hopper. Mm -hmm. I live in Miami. I don't, I, I feel I don't need full suspension. I was just, just bought a new rock hopper. Uh, about six months ago and i was going to go full suspension i'm like i'm in miami right i don't i don't need the full suspension my body still can hold out on a, on a solid but the fact that you're not and I, I heard you mention it in one of your when you were talking about your your bike in one of your videos someone wants to sponsor me <laughs> <laughs> i haven't got any leads on that yet so. but you can you can always buy the cheaper bike an upgrade. Have you done upgrades on your bike? What, what, yeah. what kind of components are you looking at? Uh, yeah, I've actually done some upgrades since I made that video about my bike. Uh, I, I just did it. I'm actually making a video on it. I just, um, I'm slowly kind of piecing this together. I bought uh, PNW range handlebars. I bought their stem and then I bought their dropper lever and huge upgrade because I was, I was running seven, 20 or seven 10 millimeter bars which were wide back in 2013 yeah, like really wide. now they're they're like this yeah, yeah now on. exactly yeah. yeah so these that i bought they're the 780 versions and um i really enjoy them you know i and the 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 lever that i upgraded for my dropper post i thought ah, oh, this seems kind of a silly thing to upgrade but 
the one that I had was really kind of cheap. And when I put that on, I'm sold. Like that lever is amazing. Like it's so smooth and it's uh-huh. super easy to actuate. I'm like, I feel like I got a brand new dropper post and all I got was a lever. So there's a lever. It's the little yeah. things that make your bike yours too. Yes. I mean, yeah. Have you put a little, your own little stink on it besides the run bike mic sticker? I mean, I haven't, you, you know, colors and, you know, that kind of fun stuff or is you it know, all I have pretty much stock. It's, per, it's pretty stock. You know, I, uh, I did upgrade to, this isn't even really a fancy upgrade. I just put black valve stems on cause I didn't want yes. silver ones. So <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> that's as colorful as I get, I guess with my bike. But, uh, yeah, I, I've kind of, I kind of like, I've always loved the look of my bike. And that's one thing that like, it seems kind of silly that, you know, looks are kind of important with a bike, but if you love the way your bike looks, you're probably going to like the way it rides too. And so since I've always loved it, I just kind of, I've kept it stock. If it ain't broke. Yeah. I I mean, who knows? How old you said? 2013. Yeah. And you're, you're still riding, man. It doesn't matter. Yeah. This is what I like about channels like yours. You're not, you're not riding an $8,000 bike or even more. Yeah. I've got a bike from 2013 works. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's doing great. I mean, I'm hoping to upgrade within the next year. Um, but I keep, if you've, if you've seen some of the videos on my channel where I'm test driving or test riding e-bikes, um, I've also been test riding some other bikes and you know, I really, really enjoy riding them, but every time I ride one, I'm like, I don't see a huge difference between those bikes and my bike, but I know that it's inevitable. My bike is going to have some type of big failure down the road. That's going to lean me more towards upgrading my bike. So in time, mine was starting to rust and I, the technology now I've got, you know, the, 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 the air shocks, the hydraulic brakes, all this stuff. So I went with that, I, but it was, it still worked, but yeah. it was rusting and I came into some money that I could buy a new bike. So yep. I fell into the bike thing, but you transitioned for me. Okay. So good. I wanted to get into the e-bikes because yes, that's like okay. a new thing now. Yeah. And someone who lives in Miami, it's, 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 it's a hot, oh, oh gosh, it's hot. Oh, really? And we don't have, it's just constant pedaling. You don't stop yeah. pedaling when you ride trails yeah. and this sweat and e-bike. Do you, do you even have to pedal or do you just hit a button? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a couple different types of e-bikes, but the ones that are like made by like name brand bike companies like Kona and um, uh, yeah, Santa Shimano. Cruz and Santa Trek Cruz. and all that. They're, they're going to be pedal assist bikes. And uh, I'm a, I'm a big tech guy. I, I'm obviously a nerd because I write software and I'm huge into like electronics uh-huh. and all that stuff. So this goes hand in hand with like the YouTube thing, but yeah. I've always thought e-bikes were kind of cool. And I'm like, this seems like something that would be great. And first in my mind, I was like a commuter bike. That's, that would be awesome because it's about 20 miles to my, excuse me, about 20 miles to my job. Oof. And I was like, if I had an e-bike, I could arrive and not be sweaty. And then when I ride home that evening, if I want to work out, just 
turn the motor off or turn it down really low and still get a workout, but get to commute. That was my first thought. And then I went down to Bentonville and I rented some e-bikes and I rode for the day for mountain biking. That was one of the best days on a bike I have ever had. Wow, it was just really? like, there are so many trails down in Bentonville. If you have just a standard analog bike, unless you're like an amazing, like ultra athlete, you're not going to be able to see a 10th of them. And with an e-bike, we <laughs> rode like 35 miles and we just wanted to keep going, but our batteries were finally getting low. And it was yeah. just like, this is the most amazing thing ever. Like you could, you could just keep riding. And that was a ton of fun. Because you don't have, you don't have lifts at these. You actually have right. to chug yourself up. Yep. 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 E-bike. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm definitely sold on them. The only thing that's going to prevent me from buying one anytime soon is my friends not having one. So if I had the friends that I ride with all the time said, you know what, we're going to buy one. Then <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you're up, yeah. you're still down. Yeah, but it's so much fun. I've, uh, I've talked to a couple of my buddies and I'm like, next time we go to Bentonville, we all need to rent e-bikes. And then, you know, you just rent them for a day. It's like a hundred bucks. Uh -huh. And then you just ride like crazy on them. And it's, and they're high end. They're not like the cheap e-bikes oh, that no, you would think. They're a... like, they got like, we rented, well, last time we went down, we rented a, uh, a Trek rail seven, which is like a six to $7,000 bike and a specialized S works Levo, which is like a $12,000 bike. Yeah, I saw that. And one. we got, we got to play around on these bikes that are like so far out of just about everybody's league that it's like, you're on a spaceship. And you can do it for a hundred bucks. It's like, That's why amazing. not? What, which one was your favorite that you've test rode that is on your, your YouTube page? Yeah, I'm a specialized so, guy, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, they're so different, each one of them. My, my most favorite for ride quality was the Santa Cruz. Mm -hmm. And I really, really enjoyed that. But the battery life was awful. I only got like 22 to 25 miles out of the battery. Um, the Trek was more like my current bike, but it was e-bike. So I enjoyed that one. And what I really liked about the Specialized was it was its power curve to like whenever you started pedaling was real quick. So if you got to a technical section, as soon as you put on, pushed on those cranks, you felt that power. So like if you wow. came up to like rocks, you could, you could barely push on them and you, it just push you right wow. over it. So and, there's, and is there a button that you hold the whole time or is it just while you're pet? I don't just know pedaling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, the easiest way that I learned, uh, are you familiar with like Watts on a bike, like power, power output on a bike? Yeah. Anyways. Okay. If you are, yeah, then, if you a, yeah, if you have like a watt meter or yeah. it's popular in road biking uh, and, uh, but basically if you're a rider that can put out a hundred Watts, this bike, these e-bikes can do basically four times your power. So you would be putting out like 400 Watts at your hundred watt peak. So it just kind of boosts your wattage, uh, and the power that you can put out, but it's only through pedaling. And oh, you can okay. change the levels of them. Like there's an easy level, a, a medium level, and then a high level, like a turbo type level. Yeah. That's so, interesting. And there's a, there's a place near you that just rents these things out. Well, down in Bentonville, it's about an hour and a half from uh -huh. where we live. And, um, it's there. I did rent one from my local bike shop, but they're not into renting them. 
but they just so happened to have that Santa Cruz and I hit them up and I was like, Hey, you guys renting that? And they're like, yeah, we'll rent it to you. I was like, sweet. <laughs> Are they big fans of the channel? Uh, they do know the channel. So it's, <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. I mean, every once in a while, you know, I'll go into the, one of their shops and they'll, they'll say, Hey, I watched your latest video. And I'll say, that's, that's, great. that's cool. How did, how did I get to your, to your trail, right? Or trail building, but how, how did you get to like, I'm just going to start a YouTube page. I think it's I mean, a technology thing. I, I had a, I had a GoPro when I first started biking, like a hero two. And I still have one. It's oh, in dude, a drawer, so but it cool. still works. I, I wish I, I wish I still had mine. I don't have, I don't have a clue where it went, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I actually, started like a biking club at my work. And um, mm -hmm. if you watch some of my videos, you can see a poster that's hanging up over here. It's called breakfast and bikes. And so my friends and I, we would go have breakfast on a Saturday and then we would go ride a local trail. What a great and, idea. and I wanted to record those rides so people could see them and kind of like, Hey, share them with their friends. And then they would have more friends come. And eventually we had like 25 people on one of our rides, which was so cool but I was recording them. And that's kind of how I got into recording my rides. But then the YouTube that I just started or that I started three years ago, the current one run bike, Mike, I just, I kind of fell back to like, I love that moment of being able to record rides with my friends and kind of mm -hmm. like be able to do just biking stuff. And I thought, well, you know what, maybe other people would enjoy watching it. So I'll just throw these things out here and then I can learn some stuff on the way. Throw them out in the ether and, and see if it sticks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously it, it, it is, but, uh, and now we'll, we'll transition to your, your trail building. I, I don't know how I got on your, I might've gone down the YouTube rabbit hole <laughs> and I saw, I might've been your first video when you bought the land and you're riding your bike. Yeah. I don't know how it popped up, but it's probably a GoPro too. Oh, it's a, it's a session, a set, a hero session five. It was the little square one. Yeah. You got one. Is that this, a I, I, I'm a professional videographer actually for by trade. And I use this a lot. I use my phone. Oh, I'm still learning one this. The one X, the one, is that a one X two or one X? The one X. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've I'm got, still learning. I got the, I bought the one X two whenever it came out and that was my first 360 camera. So cool. So yeah, cool. I don't, I'm still, I can't, I've had this for like a year. I still don't know how to use it. It's, it is tricky. There is a learning curve with the <laughs> yeah. app and stuff and you're doing you gotta, it. You got, you gotta have like patience. It, that is such a cool feature though. Like a or lot you of people just hit, I don't the, hit the record button and then just move it where you want to see it. Yeah. That's pretty neat. I, I can wild. do that. That's it. I'm not a techie <laughs> geek, even though I'm a, a professional. <laughs> and you were you were walking through or riding a bike with it and you were like ah, i'm i'm gonna build a trail yeah like when did that lightning in a bottle hit uh, as soon as i bought the land oh I really like, i was like i am i'm building trails back here for not just for biking but for like family walks and things like that because we were used to being in a neighborhood where we had sidewalks and mm -hmm. you know i've always thought you know if you've got land why not have like hiking trails or biking trails or something on it that you can take advantage of those areas of land that your house isn't on. Uh -huh. And I had no idea what I was going to do. So I just started looking at satellite images of my land. And I was like, I think I could build a trail here. And then I was like, you know what? The leaves are off. 
at one point and then I just started walking through and kind of marking where I wanted trail to be. What, um, now were you really into mountain biking when that? Oh yeah. Gonna... Yeah. 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 For sure. You, you I mean, you were deep into it already. Yeah. 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 I was, I was, uh, I was very deep into mountain biking at that point and <laughs> I did not realize how breakfast. hard, <laughs> I did not realize how hard, uh, trail building actually can be like, uh, it, fast forward real quick. I've gotten to a point with my trail that it's most of my trail is made the trail trail part. So it's easier to maintain than what it was, but yeah. building it, it's like, I had to figure out like all these different ways to make it possible. Yeah. Like putting a rock on some two by fours with some <laughs> screws in the bottom. Yeah. The Flintstone yeah. stuff is that. That's right. That's, that's what you call see somebody else do something on YouTube with an ATV, but they paid for a very expensive thing to pull behind their ATV. Uh -huh. And I was like, I've got some lag bolts. I've got a big rock and I've got some two by fours. Let's try it. <laughs> <laughs> like what, what, how bad could this go? And it turned out it worked great. I thought it was genius. <laughs> um, now, when you're building this, did you, and I know you took the, the layout of the land from, from an aerial Google Maps, whatever, but did you, was it like one day or did you get one day just kind of hit you? I want to put this here. How about we put this here? Or did you have ideas from another YouTuber? Honestly, it was just, I just don't stop thinking about it. Like I still to this day. Game obsession. I, my, yeah, my wife gives me a hard time. She's like, she's like, what are you thinking about? Because I'll just be sitting there kind of thinking. I'm like, can you guess? She goes, probably your trail and building on it. And you about that trail again, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I just kind of, I kind of built some trail and I was like, okay, I've got some trail established. Now I want to add things to it. And as I kind of like started thinking about it, I was like, well, what would be kind of neat? What have I seen on the trail? What have I seen online? I look at Pinterest for a lot of mountain biking features. There's tons out there. Wow. Yeah, there's whole pages for it where people have built stuff. And then I'm like, I could do that. And then I could add that. And then like, if you watched um, the gap up ladder bridge, there's about four videos for the gap up ladder bridge because it goes through an evolution. Mm -hmm. uh, I built, I built the dirt jump. And then I was like, okay, now I've got a dirt jump. I want to jump up on something. So then I built like what I call the ladder bridge. Some yeah. people call it a lily pad. That looks and like then, over the handlebars thing for me. <laughs> and then, and then, then my buddy uh, built Chad built a, a kicker ramp, and I was like, "Well, I'll buy that from you if you're going to sell it." Because he wasn't riding it, and he's like, "Sure, I'll sell it." And he's like, "You can put it on your trail," and I was like, "Great!" So destroyed the dirt ramp, put the kicker ramp there, and now it's more of a permanent thing because the dirt doesn't kind of settle. Yeah, and where it's and then. I noticed that some of my friends didn't want to ride it because it was a drop off at the end. So then I put the rock at the end. So it's just kind of like this evolution of like ideas. I see something and then I see what my friends will and won't ride. And then I kind of modify it to like, I want my trail. Like if I have people over for there to be features for everybody to ride. What a friend friendly. Some, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But still some of them push, push you to the limit of like, okay, I think I can do this. I'm going to try it. And then you feel rewarded when you're done because yeah. almost everything on my trail, if you did it, you probably aren't going to get seriously hurt if you fall. 
So liability. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very picky on who I have over. The, the one that would really, well, no, let me back up. It seemed like you first started with a log roll. There were like, oh, yeah. And then it, you were like, they put three or four logs here. And yeah, <laughs> it feels like a lifetime ago. I know. And now yeah. you have like a dream yard. Yeah, it was just logs. I did. And whenever you're sitting there building that stuff, you're like, oh, I've got some logs. Like, that would be fun to ride over. Yeah. And then you progressively, like, well, this would be even cooler if I did this. Oh, and this is even better. Let's do this. And then next thing you know, you're building things that take you weeks to build instead of just like an afternoon. Yeah, you're so like it, Frankenstein monster. You're like, well, the logs were good. How about a seesaw with the skinny after? <laughs> no, yeah, that, sir. Yeah, what was that, wrong with you on that one? That's, well, an, that's an ankle twister for me. Well, that's a good question because... Uh, I've only had one other friend try to ride it. And that was before I, I added a rock to make it easier. Uh, mm -hmm. So the teeter totter wasn't up so steep. And uh, yeah, he, he went up and then slid back down. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't yeah. get to that point where it starts moving its way. Yeah, yeah. With, with the way that that is built, it literally is, you have to act like you're going to jump that teeter totter. Because oh. you got to get to the past the point and then it drops. So it's <laughs> it's the to me it's the scariest thing that I have. Yeah. Like if you when you watch that video, you probably saw that I fell like a billion times. Oh yeah, you opened it with you <laughs> falling. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that one is that one's on my short list to actually make more friend friendly by uh I'm a, i want to lower it down because it's two feet in the air now i want to lower it down to like probably a foot that way you could ride off of the side see everybody says no and i'm like Higher. it it's just sits there because i i told i told my buddy i said i want to lower it too for me even though i know i can ride it and i probably have ridden it you know 20 times successfully but there's 75% of the time I'm going to fall off of it. And so it kind of like, it ruins the flow of the ride through the trail okay. where you have to stop. It's more of a sessionable type thing. Yeah. So if, if, if I lower it, you could just keep riding. Like you could ride off the, the side of it and just kind of bounce right off of it. So now, you, now you've got that, the huge, I don't know, is it a rock? And then you built some janky bridge going up at an angle. Where is that? It's like on the edge of the property. It's oh yeah, that's the uh, that's the uh, old old post and roll. Yeah, that's what old I call post it. And roll. Yes, that's a skin knee for me or a shin. No one, no one else has ridden that one either because it looks it looks relatively easy, but the approach is really technical because you, there's rocks. But you and then you're not going straight in. You and then you got to turn. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, I get I get harassed by my friends all the time because I, I tell them, I'm like, I'm gonna build something and I'm gonna make it easy for everybody to ride. And then I build it, I think it's gonna be easy. And then I build it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm terrified to ride this myself, but I've got to do it because I'm making a video. <laughs> so and you've got to clean clean it before you you post. So yes, exactly. But that's that's the good thing because 
if I didn't have to do that in my mind, I don't have to do it. Let's be honest. I don't have to post the video, yeah. but it's, it's that it's kind of like that peer pressure whenever you're out mountain biking and you're in your buddy, like does like a rock feature. And then you're like, well, I want to do it, but I don't know if I can. They're like, Oh yeah, you can do it. You can do it. And they give you that encouragement. That's what that is to me. But with old post and roll is real interesting because it used to be a farm field. Well, some farmer dug up a giant post that had concrete around it oh. and just left it there. And I had some pallets. So I just called it old post and roll. So <laughs> It takes you forever to come up with the names, honey. Yeah, the <laughs> what should we call this old post that I'm gonna roll? Kids, let's Any get ideas? some ideas going. Put them down on paper, we'll throw them in a hat. <laughs> no ideas. All right, old post and roll it is. <laughs> how many how many features do you have in your playground of uh your backyard now? Oh geez, I probably have I think maybe 15. 15 maybe is there an end no there's not an end <laughs> there's not i just finished one yesterday um i don't know if you watched the seer my drop-in series that i've got yeah um, I, and that's my latest trail and it is it is turning out amazing like i i am super excited about because everything that i've had on my trail so far is you ride around and you hit a feature uh, where I wanted a trail that was like a flow trail, like you had a start point and you had an end point mm -hmm. and you had features in between. Well, with the, with the drop in it's, it's that. And I, I made uh, a really cool feature that I'm hoping to have the video out next week. And it, it just uh, continues with the flow. My buddy, Chad, he came out today and wrote it and he's just like, he left my house and he goes, he goes, I am so like stoked right now about mountain biking. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and that's the type of stuff that whenever you get around people and you see them get so excited about like a feature that you built, or mm -hmm. just even if you're out on the trail and you have friends that get super pumped about like just riding, it's, it's just such a cool vibe. And, you know, it kind of makes you forget about everything in the rest of the world for mm -hmm. that moment in time. So that's what i love about mountain biking is just you and the trail there's nothing else yeah. going i don't know about you but nothing else goes on up here yeah 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 for sure yeah oh you can't otherwise you'll hit a tree exactly <laughs> or fall off a skinny from a seesaw there you go <laughs> now you're dropping i know that i noticed it was like an old tree house and now you've actually built a, a gap jump after that yes it's got to be my favorite feature is the drop-in treehouse thing. Yeah. You roll up, you get a little speed, and you come down. Yeah. But you built a little, a little, a little bench. Yeah. Which is probably my favorite feature. Oh, cool, cool. Because that means I'm done. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and when I'm done, why I like this treehouse is that your friends and you, when you're done, you ride up. Oh, look, a cooler. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. something refreshing. You and you can it. talk about your ride. Are you are you the envy of all your friends right now? Oh no. I, I hope not because they're always welcome to <laughs> come over at any time. And you know what's really funny is I, I try to have them over at least a couple times a year to do like a kind of a group ride. Otherwise, it's just me riding around my trail and uh we, we primarily ride like other trails outside the area. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like one of those things. It's, it's 
kind of unique whenever we all get together and we can all be at one place at one time. And whenever we're on my trail system, it's just, it's so fun. Like for instance, uh, one of my friends was like, well, what can we do besides just ride around? And since my trail is relatively small and there's lots of entrances and exits to uh -huh. each trail, uh, he came up with this game called every man for himself. And it's basically tag on a mountain bike. And oh, wow. like we had four of us at that time and we split up going down four different directions and we, we would ride around the trail. And then if you came head to head with somebody, you would have to track stand and whoever touched first, the ground really? first was out. Oh, that's and fun. Then if, and then if you came up behind somebody, you would chase them. And then you have to tire rub them. And if you tire rubbed them, then you're out. So it was, it's, it's fun. Like just coming up with those type of things makes it just kind of like a unique place that you can't really emulate that type of stuff in like a big trail system. Yeah. So I think, I think my friends really enjoy it. So it's an adult mountain bike playground. <laughs> it's just big enough for that. It's, it's right. You're not miles and miles and, and you can play tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and then afterwards, so there's a cooler on the yeah, drop Exactly. <laughs> it's so funny because after we played that every man for himself game, I, I came in and I was talking to my, my kids and my wife and I go, I literally feel like a giant kid right now. I've never, I haven't had this much fun since recess. Like it was Great. just, it's just so cool. <laughs> like just to take your adult brain and like throw it away for a little while leave it over there have fun is so cool oh that's great for a job like yours you know being all cerebral yeah being in a cubicle and just <laughs> having a blast what's your favorite feature and oh, your right your part right now it's the uh it's the squirrel jump i like that one i the was best. hoping yeah it's it's terrifying uh, at first, but once you get the flow of it and you, you jump up on it and you, it's, it's so fun. It's just rewarding whenever you put hours into something and you build it and then you ride it and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is actually fun. I was afraid <laughs> you weren't going to ride it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I always you, have you were going up and there was like a, hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, you know, it only took two takes to actually do it. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I just need to commit to do it. I know I have, <clears throat> I know I have the balance skills to be able to handle it. So let's just, let's go for it. Just send it. So. Uh, <laughs> and how rewarding was that after spending? Cause I know it, time lapse and whatever, it, it probably took you more than a day. Oh, it took, it, that one took me probably two to three weeks to do because cutting out the squirrel, putting the squirrel together was time intensive because it it's two by sixes and that were 15 feet long and then i craig jigged them all together and basically you know built two of them and yeah. then i had to drag them out to the woods <laughs> these giant and, squirrels and then the third middle one they yeah that was back whenever wood was a billion dollars but luckily all that wood that i bought except for that middle piece was uh wood from my brother's deck that i helped him tear down and that's Bless the his other heart. yeah and that's the other cool thing about my trail is i've had so many friends and family say hey i've got pallets or i've got two by fours or i've got this deck that needs to be tore down do you want the wood and i'm like yeah i'll come help you because it's not th these features would be extremely expensive oh, to build you have a if fortune you went to the in the woods yeah right 
So I, I have I had I had a few few of my friends be like, "Oh, you're making everything out of pallets," and I'm like, "You'll see, it's gonna work. It's gonna work because it's all just wood in the yeah. end. It's in just a end, matter of how you finish it." My favorite feature, and it's it's not the technical one. It's your 120 foot ladder bridge. Yeah, yeah, wild it's woody. So beautiful. I just want to ride it because it looks so smooth and it goes through and you've got the, the, the drone shot and it's just so like, it just looks so nice. That's fun. That was fun. That was one that my wife came out and saw and she's like, cause I spend a lot of time on these on uh, like in the evenings or on my days off mm -hmm. anytime that we're not doing any type of like family event or kids event she can find me in the woods. That's just kind of where she knows I'll be if that that's my relaxing time. But I built that one in two days. And she's like, how did you build that so fast? It's the longest one out of all the features you've made. I go, mm -hmm. it wasn't super technical. I didn't have to dig any posts. Yeah. It's just all held by weight itself on top of rocks. And it's just nailed, boards nailed together. Yeah, but so. it's so beautifully done. It, it's fun it's really fun and it makes a cool sound whenever you go over it too yeah that, that all our trails here are like that it's yeah, all almost it. all wood it's amazing and to yeah. see you do it you probably hear the going across music to my ears when i got done with it i was like did i really just build this out of pallets this is kind of crazy because i had to rip those pallets all apart and then yeah that didn't all the nails out it was time intensive, but I was super thankful to, to my friend that got me those pallets. Cause it was just, it was just like, I had a pile of wood that I could build something expansive like that, which I would never have done if I would have had to have gone and bought the wood. So getting that free wood, I'll put the labor in to take the nails out and yeah. all that. Wood so, nowadays, forget about it. I'm telling you that, that exactly and thousands of dollars to build that bridge. Oh, for sure. For sure. Ooh, where was I going? Um, and I missed out on the point because we're talking and it's flowing really well. In in about a couple minutes in between in your in your 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 videos, you mm -hmm. asked to like and subscribe, and it greatly helps. Is that pre-recorded? No, no, I do and all can those. You do questions. it for me right now. Oh my gosh, I, <laughs> I, I, that's so that's too much pressure. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, like, subscribe, share. Uh, it would greatly help uh, move my greatly my help out the channel. Forward. You don't know how many times I do the voiceovers. I I I, I go, so I go into my closet because that's the best sound booth in the world for yeah. you know that's the only sound booth in my house because yeah. my kids and and everything going on. I'll go in there and I'll put my microphone up and sometimes I just get them. And, but other times I, I repeat it so much. I have to walk away from it. I'm like, I, I did, why can't I get these words out? I love it. You know, like, if you could like my video and, and, and you've got such a good voice for it's so soothing when you, I'm like, click subscribe. He just asked me and he seems well, you know, like a really nice guy. My, uh, my family gives me a hard time. They call it my run bike mic voice because I occasionally will go into like, like saying things like welcome back to Walnut Springs. I'll welcome say it in Walnut that Springs. I'll say that in I'll say something in that pattern. And they'll be like, run bike Mike here. 
<laughs> I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Well, you get into it. It's a thing, you know? You, well, yeah, it's passion, right? It's passion's coming out. It's, so. it's my passion project. It's my passion project voice. <laughs> exactly. It's my cheesy radio voice, I guess. Okay. And where, when did Jerry make his first appearance? Uh, I would say 2000, yeah, 2000. I think it was 2020. I think so because it was he definitely showed up whenever I was working from home during the pandemic and I just noticed him a lot more I'm pretty sure it was then he may have shown up a little bit before that but I, I basically what happened is I had I had the squirrel show up at my house and I I made some videos with the squirrel there and my friends were like you build stuff you should build one of these squirrel picnic tables and I was like okay i'll build a squirrel picnic table and record it it was a super simple video but it that video is the one that took my channel up like i went from like 200 subscribers to a thousand subscribers oh. very fast because of that one video and and so that's when i was like you know what Jerry is way too important for me to not include in my channel. He needs so, a subscribe mascot that pops out the side. Yeah, he's everywhere. I made a giant squirrel in my woods. He's he, there's a map with him on it, and it's you know it's there's so much seriousness in this world that that's kind of like my like yeah we don't need to be so serious. Let's there's. Here's a squirrel. No, its name is Jerry. It likes to come up and lick the concrete near my house and chew on the signs that my wife puts out on the front porch. He likes to lick concrete. <laughs> yeah, we call him a concrete. Yeah, I'm getting a t-shirt made up. Jerry <laughs> likes to, to lick concrete. He does. He comes up and licks the concrete and then he chews on the sign on the front porch. So my wife doesn't a, like that too much. You made him a feeder. Yeah, yeah, I did. Did you eat every pickle? <laughs> That's that is so I had so much fun making that. And no, that was one pickle that I ate. And I basically did the whole like cut this like I did it quick enough to where my lighting didn't change. Yeah. And so I was able to basically just reach in and then I just repeated that pickle eating thing. Oh, I was getting so sick. I'm like, please don't drink the pickle juice. <laughs> yeah that was i you know that's one of those ones that i watched back and i laughed i was like this is pretty funny that was great <laughs> it was great to, to to do that for jerry yeah yeah jerry. But, yeah but um what aspect of youtube do you like i mean i know you like riding yeah but people don't understand that and i understand it because again professional creating videos is not an easy task oh, I mean, no. for the kids today they can just oh, i got a video right here right right but for some for other people who you know there's editing there's coming up with the idea there's there's writing these things yeah i mean filming what what part do you like best do you like outside of the writing um I like, I just like the creative aspect of it. You know, it's mm -hmm. the, the learning how, how cameras actually work. Like I had no idea about white balance and I still don't know much about it. I just, I know enough to like make it look decent, 
but I don't, I'm, I'm trying to learn that special stuff, like the color grading and all that. Yeah. And learning that, learning that stuff is really interesting to me, like be, becoming creative and taking something where you have like an hour and 30 minutes of footage and condensing it down to six minutes yeah. and telling a story out of that. It's like, that's, it's, it's so much more difficult than what people think, or I think even some people appreciate because it, they're just so readily available. You get on YouTube yeah. and there's six minutes, eight minute, 10 minute videos. And it's all, all cut together place. in a pretty package with a bow on it. Yeah. And it's my level of appreciation for, you know, skill set, but for doing transitions, for getting audio correct, um, for, you know, keeping the camera at the right angle or getting multi-angled shots mm -hmm. like wide, wide medium and then tight the close yeah it's it's you know i've got so much to learn and that's what i love about it is like if if i were to do this full time i don't think i could learn everything in 20 years yeah. but i i could progressively see my progress that's the fun part for me is that you if you look back at my first several videos, it's like shaky video, terrible audio. It's the, it's the traditional YouTuber story. Right. Yeah. And then it slowly starts to get better. And by no means am I anywhere close to the level that I would love to be at, but I'm learning little techniques. And as I learn those techniques, I can kind of get quicker at them. And yeah. so it becomes secondhand. Yeah, it's it's interesting to to what you said is people just go on it and see it and it's all nice and pretty, mm -hmm. but and and as you grow, I've noticed you've grown in your video making is now that you have like a title, mm -hmm. and an opening and some music yeah. and it comes you know as this I, you're my second interview, yeah this background is not going to look like this someday it's going to maybe look like yours there's going to be there's a progression but. It's interesting to see someone like you who just had the hero too, to now you've got drones and 360s. And yeah, I can actually see you doing sequencing from like yeah. picking up the board and then moving out of the frame and then going to this and then speeding yeah. up stuff. It's, yeah, I it, had no idea that that's what it was called, but I see I just learned something. I didn't yeah. know it was called sequencing. So yeah. it's a that's what I love like about it. Showing someone picking up something and then they move out of the frame and go. But it's, it's great to see someone grow like that, especially in your channel, and, and to have that appreciation for it. But I get to talking sometimes, and I don't know where the hell I'm going. I do that, too. <laughs> I do that, too. This is where I was going, is, is that there's all these tools and stuff like this, and then you got to put it together. What do you use to put it together with? Uh, well, I, I started originally with just my iPhone and I, I recorded, edited everything on it. Or not like and iMovie? So, no, I used LumaFusion, okay. which, is a, which is a very powerful iPhone app. And then oh. back in 2020, I bought an iPad Pro and I used LumaFusion on the iPad Pro. So I just had a bigger screen and I was able to do most of my movies, most of my videos on that. But just recently I switched over because I got a MacBook um, and I wanted to do some extra things that LumaFusion couldn't do uh, at the time. So I switched to Final Cut Pro. And so that's what I've been using for probably the last 90 days. I just had to 
pay the money on it. So I know I paid the money <laughs> and, and that software is not cheap. It was, it was very expensive because LumaFusion was only a $30 program, Yeah, but it, it was a very Final good Cut's like program. Three, I have, I have Final Cut X and yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's 300. It's yeah. like 300 bucks. And that's even cheap. If you start talking about, you know, Premiere and all these other ones. Yeah. And I find Final Cut because I've been editing digitally for a very long time. It's different. Yeah. This computer I'm, I'm talking to you on, I barely ever use because I don't mm -hmm. want to come home and sit on a computer. But now right. I'm doing this, I'm starting to do stuff. And it's a different way of editing. Yeah. 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 Have it, you found that, that it's, it, there's a learning curve? There's definitely a learning curve. Like, I mean, just whenever you're like, I was using LumaFusion for over two, two years, maybe two and a half years. So I had the process down. And so like, if I wanted to fade out my audio, I had to relearn how to fade out audio. And you're like, what? And I was used to using the Apple pencil on my iPad. Uh -huh. And so I'm sitting here trying to touch my MacBook screen. I'm like, I can't do that. This, not <laughs> this doesn't work. <laughs> exactly. So that not only was there a software learning curve, which I'm still very slow at it. Like I have a pile of videos that I need to edit and I, it just takes me longer because I'm learning the software. It was a hardware difference too, because I was I was a hundred percent touch interface with my iPad and uh -huh. my iPhone. And then I go to a mouse interface on my MacBook and it's like, okay, this is this is a different world. So it, it's fun though. I like it. I really do enjoy learning these, these new programs and uh, it just takes time. So let's talk about just the, the traffic that comes to your, your YouTube. When you got to a thousand subscribers and you mentioned this in one of your videos is that that's kind of like a landmark for a YouTuber. Oh yeah. That's like a first hurdle. I got giddy when I got 40 subscribers. Yeah. When you got to a thousand, like what, what was your reaction? Did you go, I, I think I'm, I got something here. Yeah. You know, what's really funny is back in, in the beginning of 2020, before we knew the whole pandemic thing was going to happen. Um, I had a goal for myself. I was like, I want to get to 500 subscribers by the end of the year. And that seemed like miles and miles away. But then that I made that, that, that squirrel video and I got to the thousand a lot faster than what I thought I would. I think I'm, I think I made it there in like July of that year of 2020. And it was just like, so it was super motivating because at that point, whenever you get to a thousand and then you get to 4,000 hours of watch time in, in one year's time span or 365 days time span, you can start monetizing your videos. Commercials are annoying, but for somebody like me who is, you know, I've got a family. I can't, I can't go spend all my income on mm -hmm. cameras and microphones, at least with the monetization program, you can, I can take that money and I can invest it back in. And so I can buy things like microphones or cables that I might need. Drones. And that was just a big, a big re relief. Like, okay, now, now that I've got monetization, I can try to figure out how all this stuff works. And then I can use that money to invest back into the channel to make my stuff better. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, it's, it's really cool to see the channel grow and my channel is by no means very big. I mean, if you start looking at the amount of like videos that are uploaded to YouTube and 
the amount of people in this world that could mm -hmm. potentially subscribe to your channel it's it's huge and what's interesting is you had um you had um chicken uh chicken, chicken cindy chicken cindy i always want to say chicken skinny because i've got a feature on my trail called chicken skinny, chicken skinny. I, so, I saw that and i was like what <laughs> yeah so chicken cindy i i hadn't i hadn't ever seen his stuff it was never recommended to me in the youtube algorithm and i'm like that's kind of crazy like how many people out there are are making good content like him that I've never been recommended to. And I watch mountain biking stuff all the time and he's mountain biker. Yeah. So it's like, geez, like there's this like massive amount of people out there that you can reach. And what's really rewarding about it is whenever you reach these people and they tell you, thank you for helping them with a problem that they had um, that maybe they didn't know how to do. Like one of my most popular videos is off mountain bike topic. It's sharp, how to sharpen a chainsaw i use a chainsaw all the time out on my I trail and i have so many people say thanks for making this i didn't realize that there was a chainsaw sharpener like this it's it's awesome and that's i, I love that it's so cool that's that's what kind of way i wanted to start this i didn't want to get your I'm not going to drop names or anything but you know who i'm talking about the big guys yeah I mean, the million subscribers, the, the guys who quit their jobs because they, I want to get to the run bike mics and help as little as I can. But if I can bring 10 more people to you, yeah, you know, I and I, I just, I think there's so much out there that you don't, the people need to know. I think people need to know more than your, your other guys. Because right. those are the guys that as soon as you hit mountain biking on YouTube, it goes straight to their channel. Yeah. And I think oh, you yeah. have so much to offer. And I think you have. I mean, people need to see your backyard, mister. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Get inspired that. to do that if they have a little bit of land and you can inspire them to do that. And it, show you them know, that it's, 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 fun. it's interesting because I, I actually ran into a guy locally and he told me, he goes, I watched your channel and it made me want to build a trail in my backyard. He goes, I don't have a big backyard, but me and my son, we went out and we built a small little trail around our backyard. And I'm like, that's awesome. That's yeah. so cool. You can inspire somebody to get out and actually do something that's creative and fun and that you, they enjoy it. And in this particular case, he enjoyed it with his son, which is even cooler. Yeah. The 2020 changed me. I, I I'm an old man. I'm, I'm, 50 in, in a month and a half. And I don't, I never thought, thought I'd be on YouTube. Yeah. But it was one of those things I, I started watching. I'm like, the, the trails are closed. The parks are closed. The boat ramps closed. Everything's closed, but I still love it. So I was mountain biking. Yeah. YouTube. And next thing you know, I, I was like, there's a world. Oh yeah. I can't get that on my TV. Yeah. So this is my world. entertainment is watching guys like you and, and just sit back and go, I wish I had a backyard like that. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Like there's so many good channels out there that in, in YouTube used to be kind of one of those things where you just kind of look stuff up for research Yeah, and like, Oh, how to, that's... how to fix my window. That's won't roll up in my car, but you can still use it for that. But then there's like actual real entertainment on there. People really making really cool stuff. And it's, it's it's like its own TV whole TV 
channel. Yeah, it is. I don't, people are like, well, why do you want to watch somebody build a a trail in their backyard? I'm like, why do you want to watch rich housewives (laughs) live a life that I don't have? Exactly. I'm watching something I enjoy. Yeah. And you've created that. What was it? Where was it going? Oh, um, is there a limit with your wife? And she said, okay, two more builds. <laughs> Stop it, mister. No building in the front field. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the limit. She's really? Like, she's just, you just, get carte blanche. Keep, keep it in the woods. And have that's, you gotten your wife and the kids into this? Uh, they don't mountain bike. Um, they walk the trails and run the trails, but they, mm-hmm. they don't mountain bike. They, they prefer to keep their self upright as much as possible. And I don't blame them for not being, not trusting the bike. So yeah. they, they haven't gotten into it. Now, my youngest, she probably would really enjoy it, but uh, she, she gets out every once in a while. So it's, it's not their thing yet. And yeah. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like that person. I don't want to pressure my kids into trying it because if they naturally come around to it, they know I'm here for them to go for a ride if they want to. And uh, of course they got a backyard that they can, they can go for a ride in. So, but. One more question. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. How did you learn all this? I mean, you've got like, you're too young to know the new Yankee workshop, but your garage. Oh, no, I remember the new Yankee workshop. Everything. How did you learn all this stuff? I guess uh, I couldn't build anything. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do any of that. Well, honestly, is it's just a lot of trial by fire. I mean, I just, uh, my wife asked me to build something one one time and I was like, I, I think I could do that. And then I royally screwed up. And then I tried again later and I get to where I can do it. Like my daughter has asked me to build a, a picture frame for her. And I was like, I, I, I think I can do it. I've got the tools. Oh, and so Lord, you've got more tools than anybody. You, and you don't know how to use it. You're like, I can't build a frame. <laughs> no, no, no. I figured it out. That's the whole thing is like, if you don't know, all you got to do is just jump on YouTube and be like how to do this. And somebody yeah. is how to do it. And That's so it's one of the marvels of modern living is you can do anything you want as long as you put the time aside. And I think that is probably the one thing I've learned. Anything that I want to build, I can pretty much build if I have the tool to do it. So what's next for you? Your trail, your biking adventures. What, what can we look forward to on your YouTube? Um, I, I do want to do a lot more and this is kind of, this is kind of like, I want to do more POV stuff. I want to, but I want to, I want to do more documentary style POV for trail systems. And so I, I really want to, cause I feel like there's nothing really out there that really captures every trail in an, in one area and kind of documents it. And that's kind of one thing that I want to do. I don't plan on those being big view videos. And so I can, you could sell it to Peloton and I could ride. There you go. Trail system on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I mean by that is I want it to be more of a resource. So if somebody comes to the Springfield area, they can go on trail forks and they can look up the trail systems 
and they can see an actual video of the trail all the way through it with very very minimal editing as needed so and that's kind of like kind of like my thought but of course i want to keep building on my backyard trail um i want to do some more product reviews because there's a lot of really cool bike like cheap bike tools and bike um accessories that you can get Mm -hmm. that i had no idea existed a few years ago and i use them all the time and i'm like you know if somebody would have just told me about them yeah and i'm a big believer in yes there might be a million of those videos out there of say like um how to how to repair a flat tire but maybe your video is the one that gets seen by somebody who needs to know how to do that yeah just because there's a you know what i always say you don't and this isn't about money but you don't need to reinvent the wheel to make a buck in this world this isn't about making buck right you can do how you want to do it and do it differently or even do it the same. But if somebody's looking, they'll find you. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 So that's kind of like, like my thing. thing. Make money. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of money that you have to spend in biking for some neat kind of neat accessories. Mm-hmm. And I think that the market is kind of trending towards like buying like axis shifting and wireless, wireless, this wireless, yeah, like $500 cassettes. And it's like, those are really cool, but you know, you don't, you don't need more than one of those, right. You don't need more than one cassette. So maybe, maybe this cool, like tire lever or CO2 pump or patch kit or something that you yeah. can store on your bike to hold your tube or something yeah. Th- those are kind of neat that people can see those things and be like, Oh, that's a cool accessory. I could use that out on the trail. Yeah. The last time I went out, I got a flat. If I would have had that, it wouldn't have been a problem. And Run Bike Mike is the place to go and, and find out about all this. I hope so. <laughs> Mike, I can't. I'll end it here. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you have a family. I, I wish nothing but great things for you. Oh, thank you. Same I'm to you. so grateful for allowing me to, to, to talk to you for so long. You're, you're so personable. And, and it's, just, it's just so natural. It flowed. That's and, fun. And, and I hope, like I said, if I can bring 10 more people to your page, I hope I bring more. I'm just a little guy. I'm not like yeah, you yet. Well, <laughs> well, oh no, I, I am no, I'm nowhere big, but I, you know, I hope, I hope to be able to bring some people to your page too. Cause this is, this is a fun format. You know, you, you, you showed me uh, with your last interview, you, you showed me a new YouTube channel and then he mentioned several other channels mm-hmm. and it just kind of, you know, that word of mouth, it, yeah. it'll help spread spread yeah, the news just, about all these mountain biking channels. I, I want to bring people to you. Um, I won't do it as good as you, but if you enjoyed this interview, please go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button. And then after this interview, go on over to Run Bike Mike. Do it instantly. Watch all the videos. <laughs> And, and, and hit his like button because he's got a cute little squirrel that comes up and says, subscribe. Right. <laughs> That's right. All right. Take care, Mike. Thank you so much. Thanks.